unfiltered, unapologetic, uncaged. You're tuned in to Black Radio Uncensored, where social media and social commentary collide. If you dish it, be ready to take it. Are y'all ready? Let's go! Rowan Key, how y'all feel out there? Don't play with me, ho. This is Ro J, your host. And this is Key. You know, one of the hardest working ladies in Duval County, baby. Hey. Mm-hmm. Hey. What's going on, cousin? Shit, ain't nothing much. Ain't nothing. Just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Enjoying this sunny day. What about you? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. All right, that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good too. I'm feeling real good. Feeling I able. I see you got your, your drink over there. Got me a little wine. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing too much happening. Some little uh, Fiji water. Okay. Yeah, I ain't doing nothing special. Yo, but check this out though. Before we get started today, mm-hmm. everyone, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Before I get going, because it's gonna get going today. I just want to point out last week's episode. I mentioned Wendy Williams' sister allegedly stole from her. Incorrect. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. But that's what the fuck I get for listening too hard. <laughs> that's yeah, what I get for listening. Overhearing. <laughs> hey, I wanted some juicy juice, and right. I damn sure was wrong about the juicy juice. So we gonna have to wait till that shit come out on the documentary, so all of us can hear the real deal juice. Right, right. That's what's up. That's right. Yeah, I just want to apologize. That's okay. I- you know, hey, yeah. I make a little mistake. You know, yeah, that we all make now. mistakes. I told y'all last I week. We, that shit, we, perfect. we got it. Yeah. Yep. And I appreciate you coming out and saying that. Yep. No problem. Sounds yep. good. Hey, I take accountability for my shit. That's what I'm saying. If we can get more people to take accountability, we'd be all right. You know what I'm saying? White <laughs> folk take accountability. Um, <clears throat> now, this week, um, we're going to start off strong. Once again, I told y'all we're going to be on their necks. Uh, Black History Month, since they want us to claim it, we're going to mush they face and all this bullshit. And basically, you know, like I told y'all last week, I wanted to go and just talk about the history of slavery in general. Um, You know, just to give people, because a lot of people um, are not sure about a a, a lot of stuff or, uh, you know, when you don't talk about stuff, you lose sight of it, you, you forget about it. Um, it gets whitewashed, as as people um, like to say. Um, <clears throat> when, when this week I got a lot of comments, a lot of DMs from white people, oh, you know, wow. with a little two and three cent, and um, like I said to them, same thing I say every week. Black people, we're not. We're victims. We were victims. We're not mm-hmm. victims now. What we're doing, mm-hmm. right, because, you know, people like to say they little snide remarks about, well, black people need to get over it. Um, they, they always feel it. They always playing the victim. Like, how dare you all fix your mouths to say we need to get over something? Like, how... And, and see, that's the problem. A lot of people are willing to let bagons be bagons. But my mm-hmm. thing is, 
I'm that type of person. I guess you want to say a dog with with a bone. Feed me. Feed me. Hmm. Satisfy my hunger. Satisfy my thirst. Satisfy whatever it is that you've done to me, and we can move forward. That's It's as simple as that. It's not like I'm saying, oh, woe is me. My whole life is a shambles because of what your people did. No, I, I, I'm not going to say that because that's not true. I think I've had a great life. You know what I'm saying? I think I've uh, uh, done a lot um, contrary to, you know what I'm saying, what has been done. I was saying last week that the effects of slavery and the effects um, of Jim Crow and segregation, the mental effects of that, we're still dealing with that today. And that's the issue. That's why I feel like as as a people, we can't move forward. You know what I mean? And and what but but the but in the midst of that, what I don't like is for white people to say, oh, get over it. Or, oh, that was then. Look at now. Or all of that. Sitting up on their high soapboxes again after they profited, right, and benefited from it. And then, like I mentioned last week, we got a bill sitting in Congress right now from Senator, uh, from, from um, Representative Bozeman, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Bowman, that they're flicking their nose at. You know what I'm saying? A reparations bill. $14 trillion. We spent hmm. that again during COVID. You mean to hmm. tell me to, to get us out your hairs to, to, to even, because we're never going to be even kill across the board, but a gesture of good faith to move forward. You don't fuck my whole fucking world up and then tell me to get over it while you sitting up living life normal. That like that's rude. It's insensitive. It's just plain outright delusional. So again, like I said, we're gonna continue to stay on their necks, mush their face in it, because when the more you all tell us to get over it. To go back to where we came from, all this nasty, passive-aggressive shit that you like to say and do, you know, uh, um, um, taking advantage of what you've done through the laws and things that you continue to perpetuate, we're going to call it out until you make us whole. Now, um, I'm going to play a clip right now. We're going to start off with our first clip. All of this I call... History of slavery. It built the biggest economy in the world without us. Right. It was actually built because of us. This is true. Uh, the largest reverse transfer of wealth, arguably, in world history, in modern history, is uh, black slavery. That's not me making an emotional statement. I'm not throwing darts. It's, it's a just, fact. It's a fact. Right. I love math because it doesn't have an opinion. Right. Um, and the fact is, we're the largest economy in the world. The fact is, uh, the first millionaire in America came from cotton, financing it out of uh, New York City. Right. Uh, the fact is that black slaves were worth more than railroads. Our railroads were arguably the most valuable asset in right. the 19th and uh, part of the 20th century. Blacks were twice that. Um, the fact is that we uh, work for free. 
for 270 some odd years, um, nothing better than free labor. And and the fact is that we couldn't create, uh, well, we couldn't create assets because we were assets. Right. Bought, trade, insured, finance, underwritten. We were literally, whether if you're a bank, if you're a finance company, if you're an insurance company, if you were a trading company, I mean, one out of five people in the world at a certain point in the 1800s were involved or connected to cotton. Well, where did cotton come from? In the world. It mm-hmm. came from us. Right. <laughs> uh, slavery was dying as an industry until the cotton mill came along and they needed us to work it, but this perception that we were these sort of simpletons that were brought from Africa halfway around the world just because we were free labor, that's also a fallacy. Right. The reality is we were agricultural geniuses. No one understood land like we did. Right. If you have this sort of, these products that require a certain soil and the environment for that soil make it hard to operate in that environment, and it's hard to re-nurture that soil to get it to work again. You need people who understand harsh environments and who have successfully taken soil and brought it back to life. Mm-hmm. That's Africa. That's Africa. And that's African. Mm-hmm. So it was very intentional for folks to go halfway around the world, get us, and bring us halfway back around the world and put us to work. But they had to, they didn't like the attitude. They didn't like the we had too much chutzpah. We had too much, uh, too much energy, too much esteem. Mm-hmm. So they needed the brawn and they needed the brains, but they didn't need the they, they didn't need all that energy we brought with us. So it was a, an attempt to to destroy the spirit, not the body. And they've done that. They've definitely destroyed the spirit of the black man, and that's being manifested today. Like we see the manifestation of that today is what I'm what I meant to say. Um, through all of the ignorant shit, you know, everything that um, grows from the past, like, it's rooted in that. Now, mention, he says, agricultural geniuses, brawn and brains. See, if you listen to what he said, they knew we were smart. They knew we had the capability or capabilities that they didn't, right? That's why they brought us over here. Like he said, the fact that people thought we were just dumb oafs that they chained up and brought over here for free labor is a fallacy. That's a lie. They were intentional. They knew Africa had resources and what we had done there They wanted it done here in this new land. And they brought us over here intentionally because they weak asses couldn't do it. And when you think about just what he said, that whole clip just now, brawn, the strength, brains, something that they lack. Now, I'm not saying that all white people are dumb. Ain't nobody saying that. <laughs> I'm saying they knew what Africa was. Mm-hmm. They saw what we were doing to the land and things over there. Okay, you know that play, uh, it's rich in minerals. and, and we, They even talk about that stuff now with the gold and the diamonds and shit like that. So they wanted that here. So 
again, do your research, dig a little deeper, but it just gives you, I just wanted you all to get a little backdrop on the history from whence we came and that they know who we are and what we are and our capabilities. And that's been proven through history with all the black inventions and the things that we've brought to the table here in America, which is why this is American history. Everything that we've done on American soil as black Americans is American history. Yeah, we can feel proud, but see, I don't like moments. I don't like proud moments. It's history. We can be proud as a black person that a black person did A, B, C, or D, but we're talking in whole. Mo- I don't like moments. This is real life. This is what has happened. This is why we're able to function in society as we do right now because of what we brought to the table. Right. And the fact of the matter is, because we're strong and smart and capable people, in order for them to hold power is to keep our minds weak. And they Mm -hmm. have succeeded at that. And they continue day by day by day to continue with that same power structure. What I said last week that you like, Gene? Racism is a power structure. Slavery was a power structure. Everything about that time was all about using us so that they can uh, and beating our mentality down. And they have succeeded at that thus far. That's what we're trying to do is strengthen the minds and let y'all know that there's nothing to be um, they're, they're not to be feared. The white man is nothing to be feared. You got to take that shit like, uh, again, like a, like a competition, like a game. Play. You don't have to be the weaker one. You can win at this game. You're not, um, you, you are a formidable foe. You're not someone that is easily beaten, but they got you thinking that you are or, or, you know, you are less or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can go so deep into that, but I won't be. I'm going to just continue on with my, cl- my next clip to, to do the talking for me because it's a lot. Why are white people so intimidated and threatened by black men despite their claims that black men are inferior to them and incapable of the most basic tasks? Well, that's an easy answer to that question. They know black men are inferior, I mean, are superior to them. Put us on any playing field, be it physics or football, and we will win. Give us the same opportunities, and we will win. Because we come from a history of not trying to destroy and dominate the world, and you come from a history of trying to destroy and dominate the world, and that has become the culture of the white community, you know? So you go into your medicine and your first open heart surgery as a black man, your first separating of, 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 of um, Siamese twins as a black man, the creator that eventually produces your first artificial heart as a black man, um, the, the, 
you can just go on and on. Black janitor Johns Hancock, all right, teaches your best surgeon, the janitor who never went to med school. Give me a break. You got a TV set because of a black man. You got a cell phone because of a black man. You got a touchstone because of a black woman. You got the video game because of a black man. You've got the internet because of um, an, a brother from Ghana, Nigeria or Ghana, I think the brother's from. You got the, 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 um, what's the, what's, when we send messages on uh, the computer, um, email. You have the email because of a black Indian man. Yeah, and it's just going. All of the technology that you, you're using was created for your corporations by African people. See what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Let you tell it. You know what I'm saying? Let them tell it. Mm-hmm. We ain't shit. Yep. See, they beat you down mentally to think that you're not shit because a lot of people don't read. A lot of people don't research. We, a lot of people go by hearsay. So, you know, that's the problem in, in, in black society. And we're going to talk about that as we go through the podcast today, just by off the gossip and the things that's happening in pop culture. People hear stuff all the time. And, 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 and so what? That don't make it true. Hmm. See, but see, like, like they like to throw all of this shit out in in the world, right? All the negative stuff and stereotypes about black people, and a lot of us buy into that shit and feel less and feel inferior because guess what? They rule. They've benefited. They 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 they've held all the wealth. They they've held all the power. They, they're they're ninety ninety percent. Um, 90% controlling interest in Congress. They make the laws, the Supreme Court that enforces the laws. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm. it's, it's just what it is. So because they're in that position and you, and we're not, and when I say, yeah, we got a few of us in spots in all of these places, but it's not the majority. So because they are the majority, don't make them the superiority. You're making a yeah. real good point. And um, yep. it brings me to a, um, a video. I'm going to make this real quick. It was an example of how they do black people and how black people can always flourish. So as a football coach with kids in high school, they lined up on the football field, and he asked some questions. Team of white and black boys, right? So he asked questions. Who got a two-parent household? Step forward mm-hmm. three yards. They step forward three yards. Then he asked, who got a trust fund? Who going to college without uh, a football uh, scholarship? Who do this? Who do that? About the time he finished asking all those questions, it was nothing but white <laughs> kids standing in the front while all the black kids standing in the back, maybe a few black kids in the middle, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He goes to the end of the, the field and say, go, hit the stopwatch. Hmm. Who won the race? All blacks. All the blacks. All the blacks that was in the back. You know what I'm saying? Are we right? We and, right. And, and that's where y'all minds need to be. See, until mm-hmm. and that's what I was saying last week. I 
within the direction that we're headed from what we see, all this bullshit, everybody's priorities is fucked up. Everybody want BBLs and, and doing all this dumb shit. And, 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 you know, there's no real music anymore. You know, they just yelling mm-hmm. and screaming and doing something. I mean, the society is running amok right now. And, and white people love that shit. They love to see us concentrating on anything other than yeah, what can make what a change. Exactly. Yeah. See, what else they do is, in the middle of the whole race that happened and all the black boys won, um, now the coach says, now what society does during that race, you guys wouldn't have been able to win this race because once the white boys took off, they'd have put obstacles in front of you guys yep. to hold you back. Exactly. And that's what they're doing. Another key word I want to use this week, opportunities. That's a key word. See, let me tell y'all something. And I tell my kids this as well. We can do anything they can do. Absolutely. And 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 most of the time we do it better. Do better. <laughs> the problem is because they hold power, they withhold opportunity from us because they know if given the same opportunity as Becky and Laura and Sarah and John, that we're going to win. And see, only a select few of us know that, and we've taken advantage of those opportunities and knowing and playing against that grain so that we can take what we rightfully deserve. See, a lot of us are right there with that, but then a lot of us are not. And those are the people that they prey on, the weaker and, and the weaker minded of us. See, only strong black people that know, like I, I've always been, and I and let me tell you, I'm gonna brag on myself right now. Because <laughs> as a person, I know my strengths and my weaknesses. But my strength has always been a motherfucker ain't going to tell me what the fuck I can't do. I've been that way Amen. since I was a kid. Now, that might go negative against me in a lot of Mm-mm. personal things. Like, just say, in my marriage, right? With me and my mm-hmm. husband. I told y'all, we've had to grow in 30 years because... You know, most men look for women that are very passive and meek and timid and, you know, Mm -hmm. very submissive. And I do have some of those qualities, believe it or not. But I had to grow into that because my husband had to get used to having a a woman with so much mouth and so much, you know, strength and so much. It's a little aggression. Right. And I am that. I accept that about myself. But I was reared that way. Number one, I was reared in the South. I was reared with a dad that was sort of like uh, um, a George Jefferson type. Loud. Mm -hmm. He had some money. You know, he just like told me, fuck them crackers. You can do what the fuck you want to do. Like that type of, (laughs) that's who I was raised by. So, yeah, I'm that type. And I love that about me because no white man can sit in front of me and talk shit, talk down, make me feel less. It's never going to happen. Never. Mm -hmm. And, 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 And I love that about myself. I just know, you know, and I think we're going to talk about this later on. My husband balances me because Uh when I do come out with the aggressiveness in the wrong setting, he's there to level my shit. 
because Amen. I can Amen. get I can get out of I can get out of control. I know it. Right, right. You know, even my kids at this point, my son is famous <laughs> for this shit. Mom, I have to protect Ma. you because you're, yeah. you're out of control. Somebody got to stop you. You know what I'm saying? Like he said, that I'm here to protect you because you out here wilding, mom. You got to calm down. So I get that. And I know that because I'm older. I'm not as strong and in, 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 um, um, vigor, have, a, have that vigor I had in my youth. So I get it. But I said all that to say this. If black people as a whole had that mentality, we would be unstoppable. But because white people see that we are not like a row as a whole, they take advantage. They use it against us. Yeah. Yes, they use it against us. They could, you know, all of that. So that's one thing that, you know, I, one message during Black History Month that I wanted to keep pushing. I also mm-hmm. wanted to uh, touch on the fact that you, you hear uh, your boy called out a lot of inventions. Oh, yeah. During, um, you know, what he was saying in that last clip to let black people know. Because guess what? A lot of people don't know black people invented a lot of things in society. And I think we need to be reminded that we are uh, smart. We are capable. And like I said, if given opportunity, right, because a lot of things that you're good at, you might not know you're good at, but if somebody gives you the opportunity to show what you can do, you don't know until you try it. Seek mm-hmm. out opportunities. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy because the white man's job is to, is to keep you from opportunities because they scared that you're going to surpass or get better or fucking take over. But you still need to know, and I'm saying you as in you, your kids, your uh, nieces and nephews, people that are probably younger than you. I'm talking to the older generation. I'm I'm talking to the younger generation too. Cause it, you, I'm talking to everybody, but I'm okay. saying as elders, it's our job to, to, to keep this type of information mm-hmm. pumped into this generation because this generation is weak, y'all. Rather they want to believe it or not, I don't give a fuck if they want to believe it or not. They they mind is on the wrong shit. They headed in the wrong direction. Direction. All that shit, and we laugh about this shit, but the shit ain't really that funny. That Suki Hana, their motherfucking uh, sexy Sexy reds, all these motherfucking young girls and guys, because you know they clowns. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They clowns too. What them kids say, they crashing out. <laughs> they are fucking up is what they're doing. That's what, and they're that's what it, it is. And, they make, and, and they're making it worse for people coming after them. They're making it worse on us as older folks because we are, they, the children supposed to be our future. But what kind of future are we going to have? We're going to be setting an example for them. Right. What kind of future are we going to have with Sexy Red and Suki Hana as our lead? You know what I'm saying? That's that's embarrassing. Number one, they're embarrassing, and it's fucking pathetic. But we got to keep pushing positive into these people to know that, girl, you are better. Uh, boy, you are better than this shit. And that's what we don't do. Everybody, like I say, out for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Getting intimidated mm-hmm. by the wrong shit. The problem is is. They're not smart, and they don't have a sense of history at all. None. That's a, None. That's a great point. That's shit. a great point. No history. 
And the fact that they're trying to keep history from them and from it's the ones coming behind them is going to be worse. Yeah. It's going to be fucking worse. And as older adults, y'all, y'all know what I'm saying is true. That's why it is your responsibility. If you're listening at me right now, it's your responsibility to keep pushing that shit. Bit by bit, nugget by nugget. You, you, you have to. That's your responsibility. Because like I said, we're going to get into that later too. Parents, we are responsible for our children. Mm-hmm. We that are responsible is. for our children. You cannot put your children out here in this world uneducated, uh, with no history. That's why music's so fucked up. They don't even know the history of the of the music that they're listening to, where it comes from, who started it. Man, you know what? Man, None of that. They, they don't know, and they don't power. respect shit. There's no respect. They for have them. no fear. Of nothing. The only fear they got is for the white man. Ain't that some shit? That's it. They, that they don't even fear God. That don't you even feel give what I'm a saying? fuck about him. You're right about that too, Key. They don't At even, all. Because I see him now questioning shit. that. Now, I can understand questioning religion and the different mm-hmm. religions and how people worship baby. and stuff like that. But that ain't got nothing to do with, 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 <laughs> with, with the overall. The overall is God is in I'm control. And they think they're in control, though. That's the thing. Exactly. Not you. You're not and in control. And parents are supposed to teach, teach them that, too. God Y'all is in control. fucked up. Absolutely. Now, we're going to go through some of the black inventions because I think that's important to keep pushing, too. Absolutely. We're going we're gonna to give y'all a few each week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just because you might, you might say, oh, I didn't even know that. That's yeah. the point. Little known black history factor. Facts. Go ahead, yeah. Keith. What we got? I got one piggybacking on what you spoke of, agriculture. Um, believe it or not, George Washington Carver, mm-hmm. he invented more than 300 different use, uses for peanuts, including some salted peanuts, chocolate-covered peanuts, peanut cooking oil, and all types of other peanut-based types. Mm-hmm. Now, he also... Um, was a plant doctor, which is pretty much an agricultural scientist. Then, too, he grew soybeans and sweet potatoes. Hmm. Remember when you brought up the soil and what mm-hmm. we did and how smart and educated yep. he was? That was the inventor of peanuts. Right. And et cetera. See, didn't now, know I didn't that. know that, that was about interesting. the sweet potatoes. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that about me the sweet potatoes. About the sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. No, I knew me about either. The, well, they always teach us about George Washington carving the peanuts. Mm-hmm. I remember that in, in elementary, mm-hmm. but I didn't know about. But not the sweet about potato. the sweet potato mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, I know mean, um, about the sweet potatoes. I didn't know about the soy. Oh, the, the soybeans. Soy yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, right. We have another uh, gentleman by the name of Maurice W. Lee. Uh, he invented the aromatic pressure wa- pressure cooker that used to that used to flavor w- meat with wood. Hmm. He used wood, yeah, yeah. 1958, and also I'm sorry, y'all. George Washington Carver invented uh, peanuts in 1916. Okay, you giving us the dates. Okay, okay go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Lawn sprinkler. That was interesting to me because I, I love uh, outside work. Uh, Joseph W. Smith invented lawn a lawn sprinkler in 1897. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Ale- you didn't know that, huh? Nah, of course I didn't know not. Water Way before our time. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alexander Miles invented the elevator doors in 1887. Mm-hmm. 
we have also the Super Circle. This is something that was interesting to me that mm-hmm. you put out. Super Circle toy. Yeah, I knew Lonnie that. Johnson invented in 1989. He made 200 million in sales. He was the number one selling toy in America. That was the number one selling toy in America. Yeah, I remember that Super Circle was a black man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, refrigerated trucks. That was invented in 1925 by Frederick McKinley Jones. Mm. Mm-hmm. Doorknobs. Invented in 1878, Osborne Dorsey. Hmm. Interesting one for me. Black blood plasma, well, excuse me, let me say that. Blood plasma preservation by Dr. Charles Drew, 1938. Yep. Yeah, now that's another one that we that we should have learned in school. George, um, Charles Drew with the uh, plasma. That was yep. smart. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one, y'all going to both like me. Uh, this is by a female, Dr. <laughs> Patricia Bath. She invented a laser treatment for cataracts. Mm-hmm. She also attended Howard University. We also have John L. Love. In 1897, he invented the pencil sharpener. You remember uh-huh. that? I used to get up all the time and... and just break my pencil lead because I want to keep going up there spinning that goddamn pencil shop. <laughs> I love the way that shit did. Yeah, you know what I'm the, talking about, use, right? With that little handle the, on the it. Smell of the wood on that jump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting high in elementary school. Yeah, I love that shit. Okay. And then uh, last but least, Miss uh, Linda Newman in the late 1800s. She was a hairdresser, but she invented the hairbrush. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. I knew. I, I think I think I knew that, but I don't. I think I knew that. I didn't know her name. You know what? You know what? I want to mention this too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talked about this. This was interesting. The um, three-way traffic signal. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was invented in 1923 by Garrett Morgan. Mm-hmm. I knew about Listen that. Listen, this one. y'all. He sold that to General Electric for forty thousand back then. You Dang. know how much money he could have been making right now? Damn. His family. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that was another thing I was about to say. I noticed, you know, a lot of black people, uh, you know, invented a lot of things, but nobody holds patents, rights, or nothing, do they? Um, if they a lot did, of them, if they some did, of them, them did, but not all of them. If they did, white folks stole that they, shit they, they and put their did. name on it. Because he patented that. Well, and I don't understand. They he sold it for 40 fucking thousand. Yeah, he stole that. Yep. That's what we said back then in 23. Yeah, they yeah. stole that shit. That's they were stealing saying. back then heavy. They give them little or nothing or just take the shit all together. Yep. But they want us to get over it. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like the traffic. That's crazy. Like, like, that's crazy as hell. Um, let me add my. You finished with your list? Because I got yeah, a small yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got right, my 12. Write this down so you so we won't repeat them next week. All right. All right. Cool. I got the, the, the mailbox. The mailbox, right. y'all, 1891, Philip Downing. All right. We got the automatic gear shift, 1932, black man, Richard Spikes. Another one, cl- the clothes dryer, 1892, <laughs> George T. Sampson. The motherfucking automatic, the first automatic God clothes dryer it. in 1892. And people, we, we use this shit every day. Mm-hmm. Check this out. The wow. inf- The infamous folding chairs. 1889. <laughs> yes. 
You know what I'm saying? Hey, that chair turned into a real weapon. I'm telling you. <laughs> John Purdy in 1889 with the folding chair. Ain't that something? That's black wow. history for you. That man. nigga Purdy was there on that day in, in, in um, Alabama. I'm trying to tell you, motherfucker, <laughs> to whip your ass. <laughs> yes. Okay, then we got the gas heating furnace. Oh, wow. In 1919, Alice H. Parker, a sister, straight All up. Right, she said girl. she was tired and cold in New Jersey. She, inv- she invented that shit. Uh, check hmm. this out to the white man. The golf tee. You know, they love Ooh, golf, right? We, we love golf, too. Yeah, if it wasn't it. for a black man cre- creating the golf tee in 1899, Mr. George Grant. How about that? They How about that? Had, they probably had niggas holding the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah back then they was a caddy. Shit. Remember, yeah. they was the caddies back then. Yeah, they probably was fucking up their fingers with that shit, making them hold the team and shit. <laughs> yep. George said, fuck that shit. Let me make something for these motherfuckers. Let me play this shit and show right. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, you know, y'all. we love sports, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, you know what I'm saying? That ain't nothing that would surprise me that we wasn't playing golf. Yeah. Right, right. Um... The modern toilet, the toilet that y'all sit toilet. on, was made by a black man, 1872, Thomas Elkins, okay? How about this home security systems that all of us have, home security systems, 1966, mm-hmm. Mary Van Britton Brown, okay? The home security system, y'all. That was a female. Uh, yes. You said Mary? Mary, wow. mm-hmm, Mary Van Britton Brown. Wow. Um, did you mention the pacemaker? The, no. The pacemaker was was made by a black man, 1964, Otis Boykin. All right? Check this out. Potato chips, y'all. 1853, <laughs> George Speck, uh, better known as George Crumb. Motherfucking potato chips. Motherfucking boy. potato chips. Tell me we're not supposed to be I'm telling you. The it. The top of this shit. The top of this shit. The potato chip? Come on, man. Come on, man. The goddamn <laughs> thermostat. The temperature control, y'all. Black Come man, on. 1935, on. Frederick Jones. Um let me go one bet. I got one more. Let me give y'all. Then we're going we gonna to continue on it next week. The touch-tone telephone, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I seen 1987. <laughs> Dr. Shirley Ann Jackson. Mm-hmm. Now, check this out, y'all. I'm going to have to read this one because I was very impressed with this shit. Right. And you talking about some damn... Uh, 1987. I got to look at that. Make sure that ain't. Right. It seemed like we had a phone before that. That was a touch tone. What the fuck? No. They mean, let me read this. This says, listen to this. Jackson was the first African American woman to earn a doctorate in nuclear physics at MIT, and her experiments paved the way for the fiber optic cable, caller ID. Portable fax and touch tone phones. So maybe they talking about with the with the fiber optic cable and caller mm-hmm. ID. Like she upgraded that shit. Cause I think we had touch tone phones. Shit. I got to get that. But the fax machine, that's about right. The portable fax machine. Mm-hmm. That's a bad girl right there. She damn sure is. Yeah. So y'all, let's give it up. 
for all of our African Americans. Inventors, yes. Well, I'm. Uh, what you gonna call them? Black Americans. You know, I have to get used to that because I'm so, they got us programmed to say African-Americans. You Americans, know, we talk right. about that all the time. We, everybody originated in Africa, but we were born here in America. So we're black Americans. Americans. Anybody, we can argue and go back and forth all day long, which is fine with me because I know I got African blood. So ain't nobody denouncing that or hiding from that or, 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 or not proud of that or none of that shit. I'm just, mm-hmm. I got to condition the minds of these white folk to understand that we were, at least my generation, my mother's generation, we were born here in America. Okay? Mixed with, I don't know what, mixed with white, uh, uh, African, well, I say Europeans, uh, uh, Africans. All type of shit. You know what I'm saying? West Indians, uh, uh, um, uh, Native Indians. We're mixed with some of everything. But because we were born on this soil, we're black Americans. Period. Point blank. Um, what else we got? Now, um, let me read one more thing, though, y'all, that I thought was very important. Because um, I, I said I'm going to give y'all at least one little-known black history fact. And this goes back to what we were saying earlier about the mindset, um, how they have us hemmed up, you know, with that mental shit, you know, trying to brainwash, which they succeeded. They succeeded. They brainwashed us. But the stereotypes. So Hmm. listen to this about the watermelon, okay? (laughs) Before it was a racist stereotype, black people grew and sold watermelon, which became a symbol of freedom. White people turned the fruit into a symbol of poverty, changing the narrative around the watermelon to mean unclean, lazy, and childlike. This change was to shame black watermelon merchants Right. They had ads, postcards, a picture of black people stealing, fighting over and sitting outside eating watermelon, eating watermelon to spread that negative narrative. You see what I'm saying? That's ain't that that's horrible. But that just goes to show you. They took something that was once a symbol of freedom and twisted that shit and made that shit a laughing stock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because they like use they like to say black people love watermelon and right. chicken, but y'all eat more motherfucking watermelon and chicken than I ever fucking seen in my life. First of all, both of them good. Damn sure they're And like so, you said, they like the shit just they like we do because that shit. the shit is good. Period. <laughs> so all of that. And again, black people, read, y'all. Learn your history. A lot of this shit is simple Google searches, especially when you got somebody just demeaning and saying that we ain't shit, we ain't did shit, we don't deserve shit. They don't want us on equal playing field, so they're never going to give us reparations because they know what we're capable of. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? All right, y'all. So we're going to keep it going. For sure. The biggest story of the week, of this week or last week that we just left out of, was this back and forth between 
um, Monique and DL. And DL Hughley. Yeah. I enjoyed that interview. It's a lot of things I would love to discuss on that. Go ahead and get us started on it. All right, let's get started. First of mm-hmm. all, the Kevin Hart situation. Mm-hmm. When uh, she was, she said her and her husband were, you know, of course, they was at a point of their life where, you know, things were stripped, where they were kind of low on funds. And when I say things are stripped, meaning y'all know that Monique, Monique has been blackballed. From the industry, I guess from, I would say, speaking her truth and not letting them just get away with any fucking thing. She was blackballed by Oprah by and Oprah, Tyler yeah. Perry. And Tyler Perry. Yeah, she wasn't just black. We got, you got to make people understand why she was blackballing, like the, the domino effect mm-hmm. that, that caused and led up to the interview. So go ahead. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So she, of course, Kevin Hart, um, they had a conversation where, you know, he looked out for them and fun wise, and but she repaid him back. And he also said that, you know, hey, man, anything you need, any, you know, as far as job wise, um, I'll back you up. I got your back. Uh, court, accordingly to that conversation, she um, got a phone call. Am I right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was from one of the. um I'll say I call him a white producer or one of his managers called and said that Kevin didn't want to have anything to do with her. When she reached back out to Kevin, Kevin said, nice. He didn't say none of that shit. He couldn't man up. He was wrong. Right. He couldn't man up. It was all made up. It was wrong. I didn't say that. I didn't say that shit, you know. But guess what, y'all? When she tried to uh, reach back out to Kevin, never heard no more from him. (laughs) Period. And this was years ago. This was years ago. Dropped their ass like a bad habit. Uh, which speaks to what I've been saying about Kevin, you know, because we've been talking about Before. Kevin heavy in these past couple of months. Right. You know, he's a bitch. Period. Point blank. He's a bitch. I never like I never liked like when when Monique told that story about how Kevin did her in that instance, I was I wasn't surprised. Me either. It, it, because the, I, he just, I never liked Kevin, y'all. He just, you can see it all over his face. Now, Man, that shit pissed me off. I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I like some of the shit that he do in film. Right. Matter of fact, I like him in film more than more I like, than I like him, him in stand up. Yeah. Yeah, um, me too. Now, he just did a movie called, was it Lift? That was a terrible movie. I heard it sucked. Yeah, that was a terrible movie. I'm telling you, it was terrible. Um, it, it should have been somebody else in that role. They tried to. He tried to make his. It was so, sort of like a. I don't know. I ain't gonna tell too much of it because y'all might want to go and see it. But y'all go check out Lift on Netflix and y'all will see exactly what I'm saying. He should have never been casted for that role. That was bad casting, on his part. Everybody else did good on their part. His part was unbelievable. That's all. I just felt like it wasn't true. But getting back to the to, to the mm-hmm. um, to the subject at hand, you know, he's a he's he's a cruddy ass nigga, man. man. He's a gatekeeper, like she, like they say, man. Yeah, everything Full of that shit. everything that Cat Williams said, it is what it is, man. I, I don't care, and and I know a lot of people talk shit about Cat Williams and everything that he said. But look, this is what I want to say in general. Um, and I'll let you com- um, continue with the the, mm-hmm. um, the interview in a sec. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. 
the fact of the matter is I've been hearing a lot of negative stuff about Monique. And yeah, going back and forth between Monique and DL is kind of childish because it, it seemed like to me, um, well, they put it out there on the show. Uh, 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 Shannon put it out there. And everybody's welcome to come together and sit down and talk about the shit face talk, to face. Right. See, the problem like grown is ups. like grownups because people is talking shit, out, you know, going back and forth. But nobody's talking to each other. Other, right? They're not listening to Nothing each other. Nothing is ever going to get solved if everybody is running. And see, people don't like when people call people out either. Mm-hmm. See, that's you, the whole problem. Cat call motherfuckers out, and like he said, he was only saying or coming after the ones that don't went on a uh, uh, Shay Shay before him talking shit. So he wanted to come out and talk his shit. The fact of the matter is, if they got a problem with what Cat says, or or DL got a problem with what Monique is saying, meet each other on the show and talk about the shit. Talk about it, or a simple phone call or something. No, they need to talk way. about this shit because they don't brought the shit to the public. See, yeah, they. Of course, they should have talked about it behind closed mm-hmm. doors and hashed this shit out like we do as everyday people. Right. We got a problem with somebody, we get the name motherfucking face and we we hash sure. this shit out. They didn't do that. They brought the shit to the public. So now, finish the shit in the public. Bring your asses on one of these shows or podcasts or like Heat Club Shay Shay and, and, and hash this shit out. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of shit that Monique said is true. It is true. It is true. It happened. We already got a uh, 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 audio of Tyler Perry admitting mm-hmm. that he spread it. Um, did I say the right? False Tyler Perry? rumors. False huh? rumors. Yeah, I want to mm-hmm. make sure I said Tyler Perry. False rumors to blackball that girl after she wouldn't go work for free. Correct, and cost her to lose millions, millions $24 million. Tyler should have been on road. Ro- if he got caught out there on audio, his best bet as a man, go hmm. ahead and break the girl off and shut Take her up. Take this shit accountable, right. Have a meeting with her, give her a check, tell him, I fucked up, I'm sorry, right? If you don't want her to run her mouth, make her ass. Uh, make it uh, right. Uh, uh, yeah. Sign an NDA. As part mm-hmm. of giving her that check for the millions, it's a way that you handle shit. And, shit, right. And make it right with everybody in Hollywood. The other gatekeepers, look, man, I fucked her over. Y'all yep. want to use it for a movie, y'all go ahead. At the same time, break her off with you. Exactly. The lady's a good actress to me. Simple. I don't give a fuck. Certain no, she movies she played the shit out of. She is good. I said that, I think, a couple of podcast sure. episodes ago. She she really needs to stick to uh, uh, acting at this point because yes. she's a good actress. Damn Again, good actress. I like her better as an actress than her uh, comedy because, yeah, Dale Hughley was correct when he said... Her Netflix special was trash. It was. Right. I did not like that. She did a bunch of yelling and screaming. It's like she devoted half of the fucking show to D.L. Hughley, cursing him out. And we, it wasn't funny. It was really. Oh, yeah. She that, should, shouldn't have handled that way. Yeah, she, um, she and tried then she to was handle mad, that on stage. I understand she was mad. Right. You remember she was mad about that situation of them playing that little game. No, his, no, his, no, 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 no. Which part? About, you talking about the comedy show? I'm talking about the Netflix special okay. where she where she said she spent half of the show uh, arguing or making her point or lashing out at D.L. Hughley mm-hmm. instead of entertaining the, wow. the people that paid 
to come see the show. People came to laugh, not jump in the middle of her and <laughs> DL sl- a dick slinging contest on who was headliner on the show. <laughs> That's where all this shit between her and DL stemmed from. That moment in time where she was going off on him, he was going off mm-hmm, on her. Mm-hmm. He started. She started talking about his daughter and his wife and his right, family. Right, right. She did all that on that Netflix special. We didn't come there for that. Oh, I, I understand. Didn't, I didn't turn my Netflix on to hear that. I wanted to hear her right. uh, 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 make us laugh, right? Or talk about right, something right, else. Right, right, So that's where that stemmed from. Okay. Now, what you were beginning to talk about. The other situation. Was the other situation, which you can go ahead. Yeah, the situation when she was on his uh, studio uh, with some of his staff and they wanted to play a damn game called Would You Rather. Right. I didn't like that shit because that's personal. Like she said, you don't come from people's family. And the question was, would her husband, would you rather your husband sleep with, uh, what's what's her husband's name again? Her husband's name is Sydney. And would you rather sleep with Sid- Lee Daniels? Yeah, sitting and sleep with Lee Daniels mm-hmm. or... Oh, that's Stefan. Corinne, yes. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Don't play them kind of motherfucking games. I wouldn't want to play them kind of games. The question was, would they rather sleep, would you rather your husband sleep with Lee Daniels? Without a condom. Without, without a, condom, a condom. Or uh, your girl. Uh, Corinne Stephens with a condom. Right. When she called and they had a conversation, she stepped to him about it. And he made it like, oh, man, you know, fuck that shit. It is what it is, is what he said. It is what it is. No, I ain't no fucking it is what it is. And they went back and forth. These people had to go get a cease and desist on his ass for him to fucking take it off. Yeah. That's yeah. you dead ass wrong. I think I think with that. You know, went that far. It hit a um, it hit a nerve with her because people question her husband's. Right. Uh, it wouldn't hit you. Um, you said you asking me before what it hit yeah, me. Yeah, like don't talk about my fucking people. Well, don't no, play with I me. Don't kind of games. I would have just told them on the interview. I don't play that shit. You know, y'all talking shit did. about my husband anyway, and I I don't think the shit funny. And I would have just checked their ass on the show and been done with that and told DL Hughley, "Fuck you." Once you check somebody, that's I it. I would have went the fuck unless, off. Unless <laughs> unless they bucked at her after she checked mm-hmm. them, then she can call. Um, DL and, and complain and say whatever she Correct. was going to say. But I don't know, you know, I don't know. I don't um, like the way it, the situation was handled. I all. just feel all like that all of this could have been it, yeah, settled. It had, yeah, it, it needs to stop. It do need to stop because, I mean, we're, you know, it, enough is enough because it's like he came out in his rebuttal to her first. Uh, to, to the interview and calling mm-hmm. her a motherfucking liar and you a damn mm-hmm. liar, blah, 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 blah. When he should, like, DL is, is in, in a, he's intelligent. I like right. DL. I, I like just him. think he's that, cool. I just think that, and it does look bad. I think somebody said that, um, somebody just came out, uh, what's the judge? Um, Judge Brown? No, Judge uh, Judge Mathis, I think. Mathis. I think Judge Mathis. Yeah, that was Mathis. That's just Mathis. Just came out and said that um, they need to stop it going back and forth because it's embarrassing the community. The community, What yeah. I want people to understand, people can say what the fuck they want to say. Mm-hmm. See, I think a lot of people just mad because, like you said, she's strong, she's loud. Mm-hmm. What, I'm a, and I'm going to tell you all some things I don't like about her, but I'm going to tell you what I do like about her. 
and that what may be uh, uh, um, the problem that is stemming from. She used the word fat, black. She used a lot of negative uh, connotations for herself, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is, regardless of the being fat and black and, and all of that, she's loud and she's strong. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like the condescending shit that she say, like, my babies and my, all that, that. I call that shit mm-hmm. nice nasty. Because for real, for real, the people that, that, that don't did you dirty, they're not your babies. You don't mean that shit. If you don't mean it, I love my babies and I love my brother and I love it. I mean, maybe that's just the way she talked. I don't yeah, like that because to me, that's disingenuous. You're not real because ain't no way Ooh. if I if a motherfucker don't talk shit about me or call me a motherfucker or call me a fat bitch or mm-hmm. call me some shit. They're not my brother. They're not my baby. They're not my honeys. Fuck them. Yeah, kiss my ass with that bullshit. Right, right. Like, be real. Stop all that condescending shit while you cursing somebody out. We call that nice nasty. (laughs) Yeah, that's called sugar it with slow salt. Right, I don't want that shit. So (laughs) that's the only thing I don't like. But going back to what I was originally going to say is that people got a problem with the truth being told. That's what it is. At the end of the day, if you fucked up, deal with the shit. See, that's why... The white man can sit back and pick us apart because we're not, you know, we're not strategic. You know, we we, we, we don't think, but we, we feel like, okay, if somebody come against us, somebody black, right, come against right. us, we want to attack them strong and loud and hard. But white people, y'all don't do they that shit. They scared to do that. So like they that. already know. You don't think white <laughs> people can see? Fuck that. Damn, look how they go at each other, but... We did much worse, and they don't say nothing to us. See, that's the problem I got. See, I don't give a fuck about, uh, 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 I, I talk, my mouth is fuck, fucking dumb. I can put curse words together like a harmony. But the bottom line is, I'm not going to only go off and call a, a black person out. I'm going to call the white ones out, too. I don't give a fuck who you are. Wherever you fucking stand is where I'm going to fucking check your monkey ass. I don't give a fuck what race, color, or creed you represent. And see, a lot of people, black people, understand this. I know it look bad when we curse each other out, but somebody got to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all don't, it's funny that y'all call out how we treat each other, but y'all don't call out how white people treat us. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing to me. You know what I'm saying? You call a spade a spade. Monique is calling motherfuckers out that like to uh, uh, say shit and, 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 and run and hide. Rocks and hide their hands. That's right. what they doing. They like to run and hide. Yeah, Just like that bullshit Oprah. Oprah. Oprah and Tyler was dead wrong because that's where all this shit stemmed from. from, All this shit stemmed from the lies and the dirty shit that Oprah and Tyler did to Monique. If they hadn't done that shit, 
she wouldn't be able to be called a complainer, a mm-hmm. whiner. I think hard Stephen, to deal with. I think Stephen A. Smith called her bitter, or she looked she, bitter in man, her delivery, or whatever the fuck. I would be too if two of the richest black motherfuckers there on this go. planet blackballed me and got everybody and stopping my money. My money. Yeah. How you gonna stop That's my shit, money right. and think I'm not gonna say nothing about it? That don't make Bitch, no I'm gonna be bitter sense. too. And act a fool. Damn right. So it's like, like, who, who, what universe are we living in where it's okay for people to do shit to us, but we supposed to sit and take it? Ain't y'all tired of that shit? Hmm. Ain't y'all tired of motherfuckers dogging y'all out and y'all not saying nothing and they getting away with it? That's in essence what Oprah, what Oprah and Tyler did to Monique. That's what they did. But so because she loud and strong and big and black or whatever the and fuck they ain't gonna y'all let y'all talk to her any it, kind of way. Or y'all do wanna any try kind to of way. break her. Y'all want to break her by right. shaming her or saying stuff like she's bitter or she this or she always yeah, complaining. She ain't too. got nothing nice to say. Well, yeah, I wouldn't have nothing nice to say too if I'm sitting negative twenty million in. No, I'm trying to tell you. And that was the question that they asked Tyler as too. How would you feel if it happened to you? Exactly. What would you do? He said he wouldn't like it. It's All damn right, right. So what the fuck you do? I like that for then. And we got his motherfucking ass do on audio. He said he did it. And that should be all black people need to hear. Y'all need to stop fucking worshiping Tyler Perry ass and fucking Oprah's ass because they're human and they fuck up. Fuck up like anybody else or air balloon head ass nigga. I can't stand that shit. I don't like that shit. You dead ass wrong and I don't blame him. Where you act up at, bitch, that's where I'm gonna show out at, motherfucker. That's it. Shit. And she said, feel- you better be glad I do have my husband with me to balance me out. And I understand what she's saying when she say that. Exactly. It was an episode when we was in Orlando. Guess what? My cousin did <laughs> We sitting in a little motherfucker and I don't know, it was a hair part of a little train. She seen some people get in the train that she felt like they shouldn't fit, bitch. We already four, five deep in this motherfucker. <laughs> Here y'all come squeezing in. My cousin, before she, before you know it, she react. What the fuck? Her husband looked at her ass and she shut the fuck up. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> that's that balance. Yeah, that's true. That's that balance but that you, she says she needs. You she said, because if she didn't husband, have a husband, y'all motherfuckers would be kids. fucked up. And, and my kids. Everybody right. checked me on that thing because right. I was getting ready to go in. And that's why he stands beside her <laughs> the way he does. Yeah, he may not, like they say, oh, he don't have a job. He don't do this. But guess what? He's her balance. Yeah. yeah you know was, what I'm that saying? Was dirty. They, they, that they was work dirty off each other and they supposed mm-hmm. to. That was dirty a deal to say that shit. Yeah, that was dirty <laughs> for him to say that, that stupid ass shit. That's what I be saying. Y'all say all that fuck shit, talking all that shit, but nigga, you owe her an apology just like everybody else. Stop fucking playing. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, it's going to continue. It's like that, that tit-for-tat shit that going back and forth. Um, we all know, and we all got our hang-ups with their type of relationship. I'm not, I'll be the first one to say we had a few podcast episodes. Well, actually, some of one of our first batch of podcast episodes, uh, we talked about uh, Monique 
with that calling her husband daddy. You know, I hate that shit. I think I just I don't like that that daddy and that mama shit. But like I said, that shit goes deeper because she didn't have a daddy. Right. Or, or shall I say right, she did right. have a daddy, but the relationship he was there, but they didn't have that type of relationship. Exactly. Daddy, daddy was something else. Right. He brought Which, that out as well. Like right. So yeah, I, I yeah. get it. I don't like it. But look, that's their marriage. That's their and marriage, even though yeah. I don't like it, and I don't like how. You know, they call each other mama and daddy or whatever. Like you said, Key, the bottom line is Sydney, uh, um, her husband, balances her um, personality out. He does. Because she is a wild card. And mm -hmm. she do need and he's somebody calm and to hone that shit in. So, yeah, that was evil of DL to say, your husband ain't shit. He, you claiming him on his tax. I mean, they're married. Because she called his ass out. That's all that shit is. He but, hurt. But what, wait a minute, what? DL. They're married. They're right. one. Her money is his money. His money is and whatever he, he made her. Right. So they, they are one. So that was kind of dirty again, just like it was probably dirty of his crew to, 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 Absolutely. to, to say that shit about Lee Daniels, because they know Lee Daniels gay. And Lee Daniels and, apologized for all that shit. Well, yeah, we talking about. I'm talking about the fact that they they wanted the um, like you said, with the um, uh, uh would you sleep with with Lee Daniels uh, with a condom and Corinne without a condom? That portion when that team came, that was a little. Uh, insinuating that her husband was gay, you know right. what I'm saying? It, it hit a nerve with her because that is what the rumor mill rumor is. is. Yeah, right. so Don't I get do all of that. So it's like little shit like that. They want to get mad with somebody because they telling you that's fucked up and they don't like it, or if they in a situation with you and they feel like they're not being treated fairly, you're supposed to call shit out. That's why yep. black people are in the predicament that we're in right now. Why we don't have what we're supposed to have, even after we don't invent it and made and created the world we're living in. Because hmm. you're too scared to fucking say and take up and defend what is yours. And that's all Monique did. And what is right is right and what is wrong is that's wrong. That's all Monique was doing, defending her shit. Right. They couldn't have said no shit like that to me because it would even it would have got back to DL. I would have had to call them because I would have cussed they all their ass out <laughs> and told all of them put all y'all lips together and kiss my ass. That's what you could do, right? Uh, that, uh, uh, I wouldn't settle for that. Next, next, next subject, y'all, because I can go all day on that. No, but, I'm trying to tell but you, but while we piggybacking on um, black people and sticking together, okay, um, Tyrese. Now, we forgot the uh, last week we were supposed to go into, um, after we talked about Candace Owens, I was supposed to transition over and talk about Tyrese and Snoop Dogg, okay? Because they both were getting a bad rep for uh, two different reasons last week. So I wanted to uh, throw that in this week, make sure that we tied up in a bow. Now, Tyrese came out and said, Sometimes I wish I was born Latino. I mean, the Latin community is grounded in family, loyal entrepreneurs, businessmen, and women literally represent the dream, the grind, the hustle, doing whatever it takes to stick together against all odds. He said, if, if us as a black culture was more grounded in these integral, magical nuances of us, we would be dominant. Now, let me tell y'all something. 
for the dumbass motherfuckers in the back. I get that we don't like Tyrese. Well, we don't like Tyrese's normal internet behavior. Because Ty- Tyrese mm-hmm. don't been on this motherfucker crying, suing motherfuckers, doing dumb shit, crying after women, having nervous breakdowns, uh, arguing with people back and forth. We get why the messenger is whack. I get it. He's whack as fuck. Hands down. Y'all got that portion. Mm-hmm. But you cannot negate the fact that what I just read to you, which is straight from Tyrese's. Uh, um, Instagram page is the truth. And what he said is golden. If us as a black culture would be more grounded in family, loyalty. Hmm. We just talked about this shit again with Damn Monique sure and DL and them. You know what I'm saying? You, you, we're not together. That's the problem. It, it all falls back to unity. We don't have it. Now, I know Tyrese might be a colorist because he like light-skinned chicks and he like foreign-looking the foreigns. He ain't no different than the rest of these niggas out here that's, that's looking for these exotic chicks. And that's why half of, uh, uh, more than half of you black women ain't got no man right now because of people like Tyrese preferring the exotics of the light-skinned or even the fucking white woman. So my point is I understand why y'all mad with him. But listen to what he's saying. I don't think mm-hmm. he want to be Latino because he <laughs> want to be light skinned. I don't think that's what his mm. point. Yeah, I think his yeah. point is the the way the Latin people as a community as are a community, take care of each other. They take care of mm-hmm. each other. They do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It be twenty motherfuckers living in a house. That's how you was talking about them Jews in New York City. You told me yes, you wanted me to check out. Yes, they got their own community. The yeah. Jews are tight like they that. They care their communities. We're going to talk about the Jews, too, when I get to the Kanye mm-hmm. part of the segment. Because, again, another culture that sticks together no matter right. what. And that's what it's about. And when they stick together, Absolutely. they know their worth. They know their power. That's why they can say and do the shit that they do. And we're going right. to talk about that. But back to Tyrese. That's the only hmm. thing that I took... From that, I actually gave Tyrese props. I said, I get what he's saying, but motherfuckers are going to think that he want to be white or he want to be Latino. He want to be light skinned. He want to be something other than black. And I don't think that was the point. I think he was trying to bring the unity, the family and the sense of uh, uh, loyalty and and, and how they hustle and grind because they do. Black people hustle and grind. I give them that, but the loyal, the unity, that family mm-hmm. shit, black people don't got it. So I, I, I stand ten toes I, right. down with Tyrese. So right, my thing, I just want to say to your point, <clears throat> and, and 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 you say this so much. Fuck what Tyrese does. Read. Right. People take shit out. The, oh, he said he wish he was Latino. Took that shit, Mm-mm. ran with it, all out of context. Mm-hmm. You read the whole fucking post and mm-hmm. understand it. Mm-hmm. That's all you people, especially our people, do. Yeah. 
And, yep, we said that early in the podcast. Yes, and, we did. And he said, I, this is another thing I, Tyree said in his message. I've learned a lot from the Jewish community. Sticking together, eating dinner every Friday together. Learned mm-hmm. a lot about the Muslim community throughout my travels in the Middle East. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They have a father structure where they honor their fathers in the Middle East. And their mentality, you know, about their sons is different. It's, and it's the truth. It's that, the truth. None of that was in the news. Right. Nobody pushed that. And it's like he went down all the races, Latinos, Jewish, Muslims. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the family. It's the structure that black people don't have. And what I said on one of the podcast titles, hit dogs holler. Dollar. Oh yeah! All the hit dogs that don't like Tyrese, like my, like Jean just said, read the first sentence. Sometimes <laughs> I wish I was born Latino. Uh, and ran it. with the motherfucker. What you said earlier, twist that shit. Yeah, just ran and ran with the shit. That's bullshit. So read. again, read. We can all agree. We know Tyrese, who Tyrese is, and what he is, and what he does. Who cares? <laughs> he was used. To send a message in that moment. Mm-hmm. Heed that message. And they misinterpreted it quickly. Silly asses. I mean, sometime, oh, this nigga Tyree crazy. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was it. I wish I was yeah, that's exactly what they did. <laughs> Dumb asses. Ooh, child. So, moving on to the next one, y'all. Snoop Dogg. Oh, yeah. Snoop Dogg and Master P. Well, Lord no, we're going to talk about, let's go step by step. The, you gonna, before, okay, we, so what? before we get to the, the Master P part, the mm-hmm. first part of the um, Snoop Dogg was his hypocritical oh, yeah, we got statement regarding Trump. Mm. We're going to start off with the clip, again, reminding y'all of what where he started. And we're going to end with where he's at today. Correct. I just want to say this real quick. Get on the political shit. All you people for the federal government that got getting, not getting paid right now, ain't no fucking way in the world y'all can vote for Donald Trump when he come back up again. If, it is, if y'all do vote for him, y'all some stupid motherfuckers. I'm saying that to y'all early. All you federal government people that's not being paid, that's being treated fucking unfairly right now, not being paid, that's so terrible, and this punk motherfucker don't care. So I'm saying that to say this. When the shit get back on and y'all get your jobs back and it's time to vote, don't vote for that nigga, please don't. Look what he do. He just don't give a fuck. Y'all honest, blue-collar, hard-working people and suffering. So if he don't care about y'all, he really don't give a fuck about us. So fuck him too. And fuck everybody down with Donald Trump. I said it, yes, yeah, Snoop Dogg. Fuck him. Hmm. I guess fuck you too. You hear that? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but that ain't how you feel now. Exactly. That's now my that he pardoned his friend Michael Harris. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you sound so hypocritical, my boy. He is hypocritical. What All right, the so let fuck me go. is going on? All right. What you said that name was? Michael Harris, right? Yeah. Harry yeah. All right. Michael Harris. That's it. I'm just Harry reading o. it. What is what called, he called? What did he call him? His nickname, Harry O. He was a street oh, gangster. Oh, Harry O. A- L.A. street gangster. Uh-huh. All right. So, so you, you, that, that shouldn't, ch- I wouldn't have changed because of that. Fuck that. Thank you for uh, letting my boy go and fuck you. Exactly. That's just what like, That ain't got nothing to do unless they, they ain't got paid, nothing to do with it. Unless they paid. Him. So look, let, let, so let me just go back from the beginning because I don't want to jump. Ooh. All right. So y'all just heard the clip from Snoop Dogg saying, fuck Donald Trump. 
right? Now, last week, I'm going to just read it, and y'all follow me. Snoop Dogg has sparked a fierce debate on social media after saying in a new interview that he has nothing but love and respect for Donald Trump. The rapper previously directed far less glowing words at the former president. Um, In March 2017, he released a music video showing a mock assassination of a Mm Trump-inspired clown called Ronald Clump. (laughs) Condemning the video at the time, Trump wrote on X, known as Twitter right now, can you imagine Mm -hmm. what the outcry would be if Snoop Dogg, failing career and all, had aimed and fired a gun at President Barack Obama? Jail Mm -hmm. time. Mm. All right. Um, uh, Snoop Dogg told DJ Suss that anyone who liked Donald Trump was a racist. The gin and juice hit maker said that Trump drew the lines of division in his role at the White House. Before him, there were no lines. Everybody was everybody. We respected everything. We didn't we didn't trip. Now, months later. Okay, months later, and this is what the the video clip I just played said. Months mm-hmm. later, the music uh, musician shared the footage of himself lighting up a joint near the White House as he aimed expletives, meaning curse words, at the then president. Okay, now let's jump to morning day. <laughs> second. Let's jump to modern day. Hold on where he's at today in an interview with the Sunday Times, right? I guess this was mm-hmm. published the weekend before before last. Right. The rapper said that Trump, this is what Snoop said, y'all. <laughs> Trump ain't done shit. He said Trump ain't done nothing wrong to me. He has done only great things for me. He pardoned Michael Harris. So I have nothing but love and respect for Donald Trump. Now, like Gene said, y'all, Harris, he was the co-founder of Death Row Records, um, to which Snoop was first signed, and mm-hmm. he was in prison for drug offenses. Mm-hmm. So, y'all heard him say out his mouth mm-hmm. through the video clip, or the sound clip, about how he felt about Trump. So now, go back and say... He ain't did nothing but, I, I ain't got nothing but love for Trump. Nothing but love you know for him. That's hypocritical. Right. That shit crazy. Now, I was going off and I was really prepared to go really, really in on mm-hmm. um, Snoop Dogg. Oh, Snoop. Yeah, I was ready to go in because I was, I was mad about that shit. I'm like, how the fuck yeah. you use your platform? And that's what I was saying, too. I don't like when they use their platform. Y'all know he a racist. Now, I understand uh, you know, my son, the one told me, too, I needed to not curse uh, Snoop out because mm-hmm. my son said he would have did the same shit. If if he had a friend that was mm-hmm. locked up and Trump got him out and he just had to say something nice to Trump because, you know, they had to tell they had to probably tell um, Snoop or whoever was yeah. in the uh, uh, was there to question or ask uh, 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 him to pardon this guy. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. All right, if I do this, y'all can't be saying shit bad about me no more. Man, I just want to say thank you. Y'all got it. to say something nice, or you got to try to get your people to yeah. vote for me. They probably did some shit like that. So my son was like, yeah, mom, if it was you or or somebody I loved uh-huh. and cared about close uh-huh. to me that was locked up and Trump got him out, I'll uh-huh. say some nice shit about Trump, too, if that's all I had to do. I said, <laughs> yeah, son, but it looked bad. It looked bad, yeah. It looked it bad. Yeah. So, What's wrong with a simple thank you? Look, that's it. That's what I'm saying. That's like, it. That's all I want to say. And still would have felt the way I felt about him. Because at the end of the day, do y'all know this motherfucker fucked up? I wouldn't say shit. How about don't say shit? You tell him thank you and say, <laughs> and all right. And that's it. Ain't nobody tell you to get your ass on your, pla- on your platform and tell us, Trump, he, 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 nah, I, he nah. might well act like Jim Scott. I love him. Right. He, that's that what he sounded well like. That's exactly who he sounded like. Tim Scott. You so, big dummy. So now I got to put Snoop yeah. in the vault with Tim Scott. Absolutely. And Candace Owens. So now we got three of them locked in there. Snoop is in that motherfucker. <laughs> what you say they locked in that motherfucker? They locked in that motherfucking vault of croonies for, for, for Trump. They Talk don't make no damn sense. All right, now, here we go this week. Uh, Snoop Dogg back in the news again. Him and Master P. Mm-hmm. They suing Walmart because they got okay. I, for for those of y'all who don't know, Snoop and uh, uh, Master, Master P, P. Uh, teamed up. They got a cereal. Uh, they got a partnership with Post mm-hmm. Cereal. So they and got Pottles, and Pottles Foods. Who? Pottles Food. It's another company with Post as well that's supporting them. Oh, spell it, because I can't understand. Your braces. P-O-A-D-U-S. Don't fuck with my braces. No, my nigga, now. see, you got it wrong with your braces. It's Brodus. 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 Brodus, that's, that's his last name, darling. Who last name? Snoop. His name is Calvin Brodus. Oh, it says Post and Brodus. That's what I read yeah, on the Yeah, Brodus um, Foods. Okay. That's that's his, that's his brand. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Brodus is, uh, uh, um, and, I, and I'm assuming... Um, Master P is a part of Brodus. I'm assuming. I don't know that for a fact because okay. I didn't see his name. I just see Post and Brodus Foods. Okay, and then I see Master P honing in on it. So I want to say they're all partners. But anyway, okay. they suing because no, uh, uh, they got supposedly proof that Walmart hiding their cereal. Yeah. Right? So stock I don't workers know how, were saying that. Right. I don't know how. So they was looking for the cereal. The cereal ain't on the shelves in Walmart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're not putting it out on the shelves. Now, I don't understand up. this dollar amount. Talking about they suing for $50,000. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's, that should be chump change to both of them. Why aren't they suing for more? If your right. whole brand with all the Walmart stores across the country, right, why the fuck you only suing for... I don't get that. So right, got- and they launched it in July 2023, and they said it was um, the Stockworks was saying that it was behind the shelf for just a several months. So that fifty thousand, y'all would probably say made way again? more than that. They was what on the shelf? Say that again. Hmm? What did you say? Say it again. They wasn't putting the, they wasn't putting the, the his cereal out on the shelf. They were hiding it in the back. Yeah, yeah. For okay. months. So without even being made available to customers. So y'all, just Damn. just so y'all know, uh, the name of the cereals 
They got three type of cereals that's mm-hmm. out. And it really, they look like knockoffs, to be honest. <laughs> um, now, they got Fruity Hoops, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess that's supposed to be like Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops, yeah, but with the problem, the problem with me with that, because I was going to, I, I actually, when I heard this story, mm-hmm. I immediately went to Amazon, because, you know, Amazon got everything. Yeah, I seen I, that. To yeah. order the cereal, because I love Fruit Loops. I don't give a fuck. Who is by Post, Roast, Coast, yeah. Kellogg's? I don't give a fuck. Oh, so you eat knockoffs too? No, I don't eat knockoffs. Oh, but okay. I was going uh-huh. to buy his <laughs> just to support and see what it's about. Because I want to be able to right. tell y'all, oh, goddamn, Fruity Hoops good as a motherfucker. The problem right. I got with it is it has marshmallows in it. Fruit Loops, they probably got a Fruit Loop brand with marshmallows. I've never eaten it. I've been eating Fruit mm. Loops. Since I was a kid. Right. When I was able to eat table cereal in the set. So over 50 years, I've been eating cereal. Well, I'm going to say that. I'm 52. I'll be 53. I think I probably started eating cereal at four or five years old. So we'll say for 49, uh, Mm -hmm. 48, 49 years, I've eaten Mm -hmm. Fruit Loops. So again, I was going to try. I was going to go ahead and try Fruit what is it? Fruity hoops. Fruit hoops. Fruit, fruit, but when fruit, I found hoops. out it had marshmallows, I said, fuck that. I ain't buying that shit. And then um, it's actually cheap. It's $4.70, I want to say, on Amazon, wherein they were saying at Walmart they was trying to be funny and selling the shit for $12 a box. Crazy on the mother. So we got, to, we got to get more information. But let me finish with the cereals. Cinnamon Toasties. That's another name of one of his series. Mm-hmm. So that's supposed to be like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. Okay, that's supposed to be that version. And then they got Frosted Drizzlers. Drizzle. Drizzly. Drizzle. That, that looked like honey um, shred, shredded wheat. Yeah, you talking about the... Um, it looked like shredded wheat cereal. The shredded wheat brand. With, with frosting on it. That's yeah, what I don't it eat like. cereal. So it, I just, they- it looks like they doing remakes... Of, mm-hmm. of of popular cereals, mm-hmm. right? Remixing it, I guess they want to call it, um, and giving it little uh, fun names or mm-hmm. whatever. But the commercials are fun too. They, oh, you saw the commercials? Mm-hmm. I seen the one for the uh, Fruit Hoops. It was pretty neat. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And when he slammed it, it's like a little. Ago, how long ago was that? Uh, that was just recent. I just seen that video, so he I didn't look at when it was actually established. Last year. Yeah, he said July. I, I remember when the series, when him and Master P, I thought they was doing prototypes and stuff, and I saw the little mm-hmm. fake me out commercials he was doing on his Instagram, but I didn't see no promotion for that shit. Oh, uh, no, they didn't it's, really promote it. I seen it when I looked everything up, and it was like, uh, I don't know, just a little YouTube. Yeah, so I, I didn't even see promotions on television or none of that shit yeah, for that. Everybody forgot about and that. Shit. But my thing is, too. Yeah, but I, what are they gonna take responsibility? Because my thing is like this: I hear what you're saying about Walmart. Cause let me tell you what Walmart said. Walmart said several factors go into mm-hmm. um, um, the sales of an item. Sell that brand, and yeah. the most important one is co- consumer demand. Mm-hmm. Now we can get into the cost. They said cost also, so we can get into cost as well. But like I said, Amazon got the cereal for four dollars and something a box, so mm-hmm. that's on par. Matter of fact, that's cheaper because that last box of Fruit Loops I bought was six dollars and some change. Yeah, so, and not no goddamn twelve dollars. 
Yeah, I'm not never gonna spend twelve dollars. I ain't never paying no goddamn. I don't even eat even, cereal like that. Nothing. Yeah, I would never I'm spend that for Fruit Loops. I would never spend twelve dollars. Nah. I'm already frowned up spending six dollars and some change <laughs> for Fruit Loops. You know, I'm not finna spend twelve. I'm but, trying but, to but tell I said you. that to say this. Um, Walmart is 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 using consumer demand mm-hmm. now. Where that falls back on, uh, um, in my opinion, as a business owner. I'm going to stay on the necks of Post Foods and anybody else I'm in partnership with, including Master P and Snoop Dogg. Where Mm -hmm. the fuck y'all ain't market this shit? Because nobody knew anything about it. How you going to get mad with Walmart? Because they're going to hide behind consumer demand. If nobody's asking for it or they put it out and nobody bought the shit and now they stocking it in the back, who is to blame for that? Walmart not responsible for marketing your product. You are now just yeah, because you got to meet the expectations, right? So I, I'm I'm curious to see where this shit is gonna go because I don't think it's nobody's fault. But um, at the end of the day, yeah, I'm sure. Um, you know, I'm never gonna say uh, uh, racism or some type of uh, discrimination might not take place. I'm not going to say that because mm-hmm. it could be, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to hang my it hat on happen. that. I'm not going to hang my hat on that. Where was the promotions? Because like Gene said, we ain't seen that shit. We ain't know that shit was out. And then why the fuck is it at Walmart? I don't shop at Walmart. I ain't trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it's like I'm, it, I, I shop at Amazon. I want. I don't be feeling like going out, getting in my car, especially with motherfuckers shooting motherfuckers. It'd be too much ignorant shit going on in Walmart. So why the fuck isn't at a grocery store? It should be where I can buy it at a grocery store as well. Why is it only at Walmart? Right? Hmm. Why? If you went post food, post cereal is everywhere. Right? Kellogg's. Kellogg's is everywhere. So you got the. Go back to the negotiation tables with Post or whoever y'all with and get y'all shit marketed. Stop trying to. And I think that's probably why it's only a $50,000 lawsuit. Because guess what? What are you suing for? You can't prove shit. You ain't did your part. But, hey, we're going to follow this story. You got anything else to add before we go to the next one? Nah, uh-uh. I wish they would come out with um. I, I probably would try it if they come out with the raisin brand. Though I ain't gonna lie, I ain't saying I wouldn't. I that's the only way I'd be able to support them because I don't eat all the other shit they got going on. Right, right, right. Yeah, I don't eat none of that shit. All I'm right. not I'm big on that. <clears throat> yeah. Um. All right. So look, next story, y'all. Another big story of the week: Jay Z and his acceptance speech at the Grammys. Now we got a few topics surrounding the Grammys, but this is the most um, popular one. I'm gonna play a clip of his speech that he made that got the internet in a frenzy, and then we'll go from there. It's great to have a, an award um, for such an icon. How far we've come with uh, Will Smith and them, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince winning their first Grammy in '89, and boycotting because it wasn't televised, and then. They went to like a hotel and watched the Grammys. I didn't even understand what the... <laughs> wasn't a great boycott. Um, we're here. But then, 98, I took a page out of their book. I was nominated for the best rap album. And DMX had dropped two albums that year. They both were number one. Shout out to DMX. And he wasn't nominated at all. So I boycotted. 
and I watch the Grammys. I'm just saying, we just, we want y'all to get it right. We love y'all, we love y'all, we love y'all. We want y'all to get it right, at least get it close to right. And obviously it's subjective. Y'all don't gotta clap at everything. Obviously it's, sub obviously it's subjective because, you know, it's music and it's opinion based, but you know, some things, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys, never won album of the year. That doesn't work. You know, some of you, some of you gonna go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you huh. may get robbed. <laughs> some of you don't belong in the category. Oh, no, 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 when I get nervous, I tell the truth. Um, but outside of that, outside of that, you know, we got to keep showing up. And forget the Grammys for a second, just in life. As, I, as my daughter sits and stares at me nervous as I am. Um, um, just in life, you got to keep showing up. Just keep showing up. Forget the Grammys, you got to keep showing up. Until, you, until they give you all those accolades you feel you deserve, until they call you chairman, until they call you a genius, until they call you the greatest of all time. You feel me? Hmm. He should have just I said, stay on their necks. Like stay we need on their shit. With all these white folks, stay on their necks. your shit. Until you get what you want. Stay on mm -hmm. their ass. That's a life lesson in general. Yeah, it was. You know it was what I'm saying? It was a nice speech to me. Well, mm -hmm. let me tell you how I feel about that speech. Right. Um, Beyonce. Well, yeah, that part too. We're gonna talk about the part about the deserving <clears> part <throat> because he was right on that part too, mm. and, and and that goes back to what we were saying earlier about speaking the truth. The truth is the light. Period. Point blank. Okay. Like mm -hmm. he ain't said shit wrong. That's why pe people like because people know deep down a lot of these motherfuckers that be on these award shows. Because again, we was talking about that too. Award shows ain't even like it used to be. I remember when watching the award show back in the 70s and 80s was a big fucking deal. Even mm -hmm. in the early 90s, um, it was a big fucking... I ain't gonna say all the night. It was 70s, 80s, and 90s. It was a big fucking deal to sit down in front of the TV and look at the Grammys or American Music Awards, you know, stuff like that. Way Wait. before BT and all them came, we had American Music Awards and Grammys, and mm -hmm. it was star-studded. It was people that were singing. It was it was uh, right. Luther Vandross and... Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie, Prince, um, all of the white stars, too. You know, we're not going to uh, uh, take nothing from, uh, you know, uh, all of the bands, John and uh, 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 Hall and Oaks and Bruce Springsteen and all. Matter of fact, everybody that we paid tribute to last week on the We Are The World. You think about that we are that we are the world and all the names we named last week. All of when that's when award shows was the shit. When we were mm -hmm. honoring those that type of talent, that right. talent pool alone drove what um, award shows was about back in the day. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. granted, we're happy that in '89 they finally let rap in, but they've been dogging rap out. Ever since they like it's like they were forced. They had no uh, um, 
the record sales was so vast for rap music, they had to eventually include it in the Grammys. I mean, you you had to. It was like selling more music than the, than the average uh, R&B or uh, pop artist. So you had to include it in the Grammys. But ever since they included, they've never done right by rap artists or hip hoppers. Hip hop, yeah. Right? So um I get what he was saying as far as that is concerned. Um, it's just not the same and people are not talented as they used to be and they don't deserve to be in these fucking yeah. categories. Right? Um, so that was on point. People didn't like it. What mm-hmm. I said, hit dogs holler. Fuck them. The <laughs> That's how I felt about right. it. I love this piece. Now, it is. Back hey. to his wife. 32 Grammys Beyonce has received. Correct. I get that. Now, should of those 32, she should have had album of, of the year? Of course. I think so. And I'm not mm. even a Beyonce fan like that. Me but either. I do like... I do like, like, you know, because my kids are, you know, in that generation, like my, my daughter was in middle school. They was Beyonce and Ashanti and Khalees. I mean, right. I don't heard their music so much. My, I, I just laugh when I hear this shit now because all I can mm-hmm. think about is her and her friends in the room mm-hmm. dancing around mm-hmm. with the Beyonce posters on the wall and the Ashanti posters. So I get it. So, um... The girl makes good music. Like I don't like all of her stuff, but right. I like a lot of her stuff when I hear it. So mm-hmm. should she have out of 32? Sure. You think about it. And when you think about the law of numbers, the law of average, right? right? Out of 32, she got the most Grammys out of everybody. You're damn mm-hmm. right. But see, I feel like that's some internal shit. You know, mm-hmm. I like to draw everything back to discrimination because it is sort mm-hmm. of a discrimination. The biggest award of the night only goes to certain type of people. Now, the reason why I can't stand on just that alone is mm-hmm. because black uh, black black people have one album of the year. So right. somebody can argue and debate back and forth that that ain't just for white people, but you can you can pretty much say. If they don't gave her 32, law of average, she should at least have at least one or two of those 32 to be album of the year because her albums are good overall, right? Now, Mm -hmm. let's get into my thoughts about Jay-Z, Dr. Dre. They shouldn't have even been there. Mm. I feel like I I feel like Jay Z probably attended because out of respect for Dr. Dre because it was the Dr. Dre award. Right. Maybe that's why he showed up. But don't show up and well, I don't know. Like they said, he came to curse them out. Why even show up? <laughs> I wouldn't have personally showed up. I wouldn't have. I would have because they. Rather they know it or not, or like it or not, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Dr. Dr. people like that draw numbers. They yes, draw they to the ratings of the Grammys. That's why they gave them a award. That's why they did that. That's to, why they did that. That's why they did what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the brain, yeah, brain, you, named a the brain, brain you named a prestigious award after right. Dr. Dre. Right. First mm-hmm. winner is Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Both of them supposed to be there. They ain't gonna be no be there after that. Yeah, nope. well, and that's that's what I'm saying. I want to say that's why Jay Z showed up. That but is. for real, for real, I wouldn't show up no more. See, you got to show. You got to show power in in Mm -hmm. in in in, like okay, y'all want me for y'all numbers? Fuck y'all! I ain't gonna show up. Fuck your award show. I just feel like that's how going forward they need to carry it. But yeah, like you say, I believe he probably Mm -hmm. did show up out of respect for Dr. Mm -hmm. Dre Mm -hmm. because he did. He accepted his award. Other than that, I'm like, why would you even show up and give them (laughs) the benefit of you know she ain't gonna win? You know they gonna give it to America's sweetheart. Oh, boy, we're going to get into that. Taylor Swift motherfucking ass. I mean, I don't... I mean... Uh, you know, yeah. it's hard not to pull racism into shit. And, uh, and not to say... And I'm not calling Taylor Swift a racist. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I just think that America has a sweetheart. And they oh, crowned yeah. Taylor Swift as America's sweetheart. She's a white girl. She's popular. Um, I guess she's cute to their standards. Yeah, because she's ain't cute. She's like me. an all-American white girl that, that does music and, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, she became Cinderella. a billionaire this year. She had the biggest <laughs> concerts of all time and all that type, her tours and shit. I get it. So they don't crown her the it girl, especially a role model for all they precious little white women they're grooming. The little white girls. The kids. Right. Mm-hmm. So I get that part of it. So deep down, I think Beyonce and Jay-Z know that she knows she's the better talent. Uh, Beyonce is. And that they're, they're, they know deep down the reason why Taylor is getting it like that. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I've heard so many people say, nobody can tell you a name of a Taylor Swift song. I don't know any. I don't know nothing. Nah, I, don't I don't listen to music. Any. I don't but follow her. Certain shit. Mm-hmm. If I hear it and like it, I'ma sing it. Like even that uh, Adele. Let's take Adele. Mm-hmm. She got that one song. Hello. I don't know nothing about Adele music, but I know that song. I can give you an Adele song. I can give you a Kate, Katy Perry song. I can give you a Christina Aguilera song. I can give you a Pink song. I can't give you nothing with Taylor Swift. And again, I know I'm not a, a, a radio listener and I'm not into that, but I can pull, I hear shit, right? I, I can pull from the pool of music of today. I can't tell you shit about Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. But she's been crowned America's sweetheart. And that's why she won album of the year. And she's been winning, I don't know how many times. She don't won, I think, at least four times. Who that? Uh, Taylor, Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. Yeah, she's won four times. Right? Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. And, and, and so, in other words, you know, I was had a whole different dialogue I was going to spit on Jay Z, which I think I did. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he, I think he showed up because of Dr. Dre, but I don't think they coming back until Beyonce, he feel like his wife gets the respect she deserves mm-hmm. from the Grammys, mm-hmm. which is an album. But yeah, the girl is doing her music, she's setting her legacy up. And she do, I think she does deserve album of the year because she be having too many jams on an album. Like, like household, I mean, we hear shit on the internet all the time. All these challenges and all these songs. Has there been a challenge using Taylor Swift songs? I don't hmm. know that. But I know Cuff It. I know 
You know what I'm no, saying? No, all them sure. other, yeah, all those have been, um, <laughs> I know you probably don't, because you, again, yeah, you like no. me. You don't listen to music like that. But again, I'm Not on like the internet enough to know and hear and see. Mm-hmm. And Beyonce, everyone loves Beyonce. Yeah, they do. They so, love her. Shout out to Jay-Z for taking up for his wife, laying the law down. And I hope that he don't show up next year. Unless Beyonce, and, and even if Beyonce do win album of the year next year because they feel guilty, right? They still mm-hmm. shouldn't show up because the Grammys is whack. They wrong for that shit, and they whack how they uh, give uh, awards out, and they're not. These people are not deserving. Half of the people that won, I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, uh, damn. Um, speaking of Taylor Swift. I don't know if you I don't know if you saw it or not, but this is a big deal that that happened to America's okay. sweetheart. Now you know how everybody loves Celine Dion. They love Celine Dion. Yes, love Celine Dion. So look, yes. when Miss All American White Girl gets up on the stage to accept her award, she just running up all giddy and and and, uh, 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 and all girly oh, and frilly and hugging everybody and kissing everybody and uh, 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 and being all extra. And dramatic, why this youngin paid no attention? She did not acknowledge Celine. She grabbed, she got the award out of Celine Dion's hands and turned to her friends. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, holding and caressing the award. Oh, I won, and oh my God. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Who did this? Taylor Swift ass. So she did Kanye on her hand. No, she didn't rude. even do that because even e- even when uh, uh, Kanye was rude to her, he at least acknowledged her. Damn, he got up on stage up. and said, "Excuse me, baby, you all right and everything? You did good." But <laughs> he was Beyonce courteous with his rudeness. Yeah, he was courteous <laughs> with his rudeness. Right? This girl got up on stage and totally ignored Celine. Oh my gosh. All into herself. I said, this is her. And, and she looked like she a mean girl. You know, I always say she just uh, all American sure. white girl. Look she looked snobby. like the white girls I went to high school with. Just oh, <laughs> snobby as hell. Not really snobby, just extra uh, uh, smiling and laughing and playing and frilly and, yeah. uh, and this and that. But they little girlfriends and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. All happy go lucky and shit. She doing all that uh, uh, extra uh, dramatic shit on stage with her with her crew. Hmm. And one of the most respected women in music, she ignored. Hated. Like she was a nobody. She treated treated Celine like she was one of those models that just come out there and hand you the award. You don't know Mm -hmm. who they are. You just grab the award from them and keep it going because they're not famous. At least they say thank you. That's how she played the lady. I thought that shit was crazy. That was mean as fuck. That shit was was wild as fuck. So you, she better watch out because somebody coming right after her that can just sing just as well. So your ass, hey, what goes around comes around. You better be ready, bitch. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, that God. that wasn't, no. Yeah, she was out of pocket. Out of pocket. Mm-hmm. All right, so one more thing I want to with, with Taylor Swift and then we're going to get off of her ass. Um, There was a debate going on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep this real simple. Uh-oh. There was a debate on uh, Club, not Club, Shay Shay. Shay uh, Shannon Sharp got a, a little p- podcast show with um, Ocho Cinco. Right. 
Right. And they was going back and forth about Beyonce versus Taylor Swift. Oh, right? uh-huh. Okay. So, Shannon said that Beyonce don't move the needle like right. Taylor Swift. And, Meaning. you know, I get mad anytime somebody bring Michael Jackson name up, but he kind of oh, like boy. said that Taylor is kind of moving the needle like Michael Jackson. So, you know, mm. I got all my panties oh, was in a boy. bunch. Leave Michael. I told y'all. Yeah. He's in a vault. Didn't I put Michael Jackson in a vault? Yes. You yes. can't fuck with Michael. Don't leave his name out of it. Leave him out of all your comparisons. That's number one. Number two. Nothing to do with it. Number two. Beyonce versus Taylor. Now, we talked about this, too. Yeah, we already have, yeah. We already know why people say Taylor Swift moves it's the better. needle. Mm-hmm. Okay, and plus now she's her boyfriend is this, this oh, football wow. player with the Kansas City. They finna be in the Super Bowl. Like, this is the year of Taylor Swift. Last year, she got her, her concert tour was over. It was a billion-dollar tour. She became a billionaire. Mm-hmm. She got this, this boyfriend that's a football player. He's in a Super Bowl. So everything is Taylor, 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 Taylor right now. So I can right. see why Beyonce probably like, this bitch ain't all that. But... Um, (laughs) but please stop comparing apples and oranges. Now we know that Taylor Swift, the same white girls that listen to Taylor Swift. I think the difference between the $600 million Renaissance tour and the billion dollar, um, uh, era's tour, which was Taylor's tour. Uh Again, Beyonce's was 600 million dollars. Hers was a billion. That's a difference of four hundred yeah. million. Absolutely. We all know who that difference came in at. Them white girls, them little yep. white girls that love them some Taylor Swift. The dynamics are different. Beyonce is so. just as loved and just as popular as a Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. She just don't have that little group. She don't draw them little girls of white girls. Mm-hmm. Who their mothers groom every you know all American that all right. American crowd is the only crowd that Beyonce probably that, that's where she lost that four hundred million mm-hmm. to. absolutely if 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 they groomed them little girls to love good music instead of just white women I believe Beyonce and Taylor would be neck and neck or tie, or, or Beyonce would be to the moon mm-hmm. if 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 you don't think so. Come on, come on with your Uh-oh. opinion, baby. Uh-oh. Come on with it. I'm with it. I'm gonna put it to you like this: mm-hmm. you can't, you can't slight it. You can't slight it. You got it. black girls, white girls, Spanish girls, all of them. For love. Taylor Swift, they right? love them. Yeah, I know that. Okay, but so do that. that but them same. Listen, Beyonce, Beyonce got a crowd. The same crowd minus the all American. I can't say that the youngins. Are in the listen to us, and this is a prime example when we talking about music history. Mm-hmm. A lot of these little young girls now, black, mm-hmm. they're black. Not, they're, they're listening to Cardi B, and they don't they don't know nothing about no. They know about Beyonce, but Beyonce is above their head. Beyonce has got right now. She's got that twenty eight year old, thirty year old crowd, a different demographic, and, mm-hmm. and, and she's got the, the you know the gays and everybody else. 
Because I'm a man. I don't I don't listen to Beyonce. She had a couple of songs here and there, but I'm not riding around bumping Beyonce. That just ain't my thing. You ain't bumping Taylor either. Mm. Nah, nah, but I didn't hear some Taylor songs. That was nice. <laughs> but she got the, okay. but she got the country crowd. She got the American crowd. She got the black girl. She she got the pop crowd. She's in that mix. Right. So she's covering more a demographic. So yeah, she's moving the needle more than Beyonce. And I and again, I agree with that. And I was just simply saying that that four hundred million difference. Because <laughs> that's, that's all it is. The, no, you see, you hear how you sound? You can't minimize that. That's I'm not minimizing that. She has that crowd. Do you know what a nigga would do to make $400 million on a tour? Oh, <laughs> no, I'm that's not minimizing that. I'm not minimizing that. I'm, I'm not minimizing that. I'm simply saying that's the difference. Because, see, when you input them numbers, you just got to stay in that number. You up in the numbers. $600 million is what Beyonce made. You, that's nothing to sneeze at either. That's some good shit. Based off of a, a minus but having that crowd that you're talking about. I'm, I'm she still made $600 million. So what I'm saying is that's nothing Beyonce. to sneeze at. And the fact of the matter is that's the difference. That $400 million difference between Beyonce and Taylor it's why Taylor is moving the needle, but it includes the people that you're talking about. Okay, baby. Let me, Beyonce let me, don't have them let me, clearly. Let me, that let me, shit's still a fucking gap. Let me, that's a gap. Let me put it to you this way. If you thirsty as fuck and you get a half a cup of water, <laughs> you still going to be thirsty when you drink that motherfucker. You're going to get the half cup or the full cup. You thirsty. The bottom line is this. If Beyonce... Make her chick her uh, prices on her fucking tickets cheaper. Oh yeah, that might be a yeah. I'm not seeing. Mm-hmm. That's a good you point. Gotta be marketing better okay. than that. And you you market it and and cause mm-hmm. where, where people want to go and see where it goes. That's true, that right? Point. You gotta market better then, than I that. I forgot about that part. And then then mm-hmm. tickets. And then once again, there's that other demographic like we talked about. When she did her movie, movie tickets are movie tickets, right? Why ain't nobody mm-hmm. take their kids to see that shit? Because of the crowd that's going to be at the Beyonce movie. I got to mm-hmm. take my child. I got to take my child to, that like Beyonce to go see her movie in the motherfucking 12 o'clock show on the weekend because at night it going to get ratchet. That's true. Oh, yes, it will. Remember, they shake booty shaking in the fucking theater so, and all that crazy shit. It's a different demographic, so, so I get it. It's a whole different demographic. She's I get appeasing it. everybody. And I, and I totally forgot about because so, we were talking so, about the tours. So I'm going to mm-hmm. bring your boy back into this. Michael Jackson appeased everybody. Right. Yep. And that's why I no said. No matter what. I age. just don't like using his name. Leave Michael out of this shit. No, I know that, but I'm just but telling facts you. Facts are facts. I'm numbers just, are numbers. I'm just yeah. telling you now. I'm not saying tell because tell us we've had more. More black people, like mm-hmm. Beyonce's crowd too. Ooh. She'd be out of here. Yes. Yeah. yeah see, I, I, you brought up a great point with the with the tickets because that could be that four hundred million. Because I'm trying to justify why the fuck. Because I, I believe and, if her price, now that you mention it, if her tickets, tickets wasn't that hot, right? Hot if like her that. tickets, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because we just talked about Beyonce and her mama where, where they was clowning. Um, um, Janet Jackson, um, tickets, Janet Jackson, yeah. right? When in actuality, you're right. If 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 Beyonce would have priced her tickets a little better, mm-hmm. 
She can coming make more out money. the gate, she probably could have made up some of this gap in between mm-hmm. her and Taylor that four hundred million. But Beyonce, because more people would have went. But Beyonce, but Beyonce knows her crowd. That's why she priced right, them like right. that. Because her ticket sales was pretty high, wasn't it? Because you yeah. went to the concert. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. And remember, people was banning that fuck, fucking putting that bitch on a firm to go to that motherfucker. Let me tell you something. Shit, they was they put that shit on yeah. layaway to go see that yeah, goddamn they girl. And what and what's fucked up? Let me tell you what's <laughs> fucked up. We spent all that time spending all that money on them fucking tickets, man. Mm-hmm. See, this mm-hmm. about to make me angry now when I think about now, it. Now, don't get mad. Don't we get mad. It's real. so much money and got caught up in the hoopla of trying to get the tickets. Mm. By the time we got to the show, mm-hmm. it was motherfucking... Matter of fact, okay... When you go to these concerts, you know, they had these little-ass chairs you sit in and shit. And we was in the VIP joint, right? Because, you know, we spent some money on these motherfucking tickets, right? Mm. To be in the VIP risers, right? And Beyonce, mm. if anybody you know listening to this goddamn podcast, you let her know I'm pissed off. And I want my money back. But anyway, oh, now you want your money we back. paid for these to be <laughs> on these risers in the VIP, in the alien uh, uh-huh. Alien section or whatever the fuck it was, uh-huh. right? And it was, and the seats are little, so Mm-mm-mm-mm. it was two seats in front of me that weren't taken, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'll let my daughter sit in these two seats, and I'm gonna go sit in the two seats, like you know, sp- sp- you know, sprat, you know, straddle, and have two seats so I can dance and move around and have arm space. I'm going to sit in these two seats because, shit, ain't nobody bought these motherfuckers. Like, the show was starting and nobody had bought the tickets. Mm-hmm. The, do you know the day of the show, the tickets, you know, my old ass, I don't go to concerts no more. But like I said, I went with my daughter, so this is all a new experience for me all over again. The tickets in front, of, the, the seats in front of us went for dirt cheap. I was all comfortable and dancing and having a good time. And all of a sudden, the usher come up and say, excuse me, um, we have two people. Because I looked at the, um, <laughs> I looked in Ticketmaster and saw, ain't nobody bought these tickets. So I'm finna, mm-hmm. I'm finna go sit up here. That's the reason why I said, let me go sit up here because nobody bought them. So when right. the usher came and said, uh, ma'am, um, we have two people that bought these seats. They bought the seats right the, the day of the show. He gets his ass, white, two white guys, gay guys. They had their beers and they was like all happy and cheerful and all that. And they was dancing and I was dancing. I went and sat back with Sydney. So my face was looking crazy, but I was like, all right, nigga, damn. So they came and they was doing their thing and we got comfortable. Everybody was talking to each other in the intermission and, and, you know, getting to know each other in our section because we was all in the VIP section. So Mm. they turned around and was like, oh my God, I love this. And I'm like, oh, that's good. Yeah. So y'all was late, huh? I didn't know these tickets was bought. He said, Oh, can I just bought these tickets for dirt cheap? Uh uh-uh. uh. I was pissed. I'm like, he bought those tickets just now for oh little or nothing. And we oh spent, my goodness. we bought our tickets months in advance. And I ain't gonna even tell you how much them tickets cost. But how much? Was, no, tell me how much they were. I ain't telling no, you. Give me a I range. Ain't, I ain't putting Cause, that Because Taylor Swift ticket starts at $49. Up to $500. 
That ain't VIP, but still forty nine dollars. Oh, and Beyonce's tickets start at one eighty two. So yeah, how much they pay for no their tickets? Yeah, you ain't getting no forty nine dollar tickets now. Yeah. But that's that's there the point go. he's making earlier yeah. about that marketing. But, see what I'm saying? But, that's a big difference. But with that, with saying that, saying that is so parents can afford to take their kids right, to take her show girl. because they know their demographic. Right. Beyonce it don't is. have no kids that's gonna go. I'm to telling you. And you know you go a little cheaper. You hey that hey that you gonna make the money, especially if it's good. Yeah, cause it's all about hey that's what you call uh, quality. Uh, um, supply and demand. Look, quality and supply. There supply you go. Supply and, and she, demand. They know what the fuck they you doing. That, that little thirteen year old was sitting up. In the nosebleed section with her iPhone, or I'm telling you, with a zoom zoomed in, in. <laughs> and she's happy, right? Yeah, so yep, yeah, yep, point yep, made, absolutely. Point made, made y'all, because I'm still mad about my Beyonce tickets, man. And, oh. and, and cousin, to answer your question, it was thousands. That's what I'm saying. I heard people paid over two thousand for shit. Shit, well and, over. And, 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 over and I'm mad about it. All right, and I so will look, be too. We gonna skip number seven and eight this week, cousins. We going. We gotta sh- hit this set next week, then, cause yeah. I, this is a good one. This this is something a lot of parents need to be held accountable. Well, you want to go ahead and do it right quick? Yeah, I can knock this out real All right, quick. Go it's ahead simple. and knock it out, y'all. All right, motherfuckers, y'all need to be accountable for this bullshit because the mother and father was accountable. This is the kind of shit that we talking about right here. On November the 20th in 2021, it was an incident that happened at a high school called Oxford High School in Michigan. The shooter name, it was a young man, 15 years of age, Ethan Crumbly. And now he's 17, who is now serving a life sentence. He shot and killed four students and injured six along with a teacher, which was one amongst those six. Now, that day in math class, he was drawing all this crazy shit with guns and uh, him showing, uh, displaying him shooting people, all this crazy shit. Now, they called the parents because of his behavior when the teacher noticed that he's supposed to be doing his math homework, but he's drawing violence. Okay, so they called the teachers out. They ignored the call. They knew this child was fucked up. From the giddy up. So here's where the shit get real deep. The mother and father now are both convicted of involuntary manslaughter. Jennifer Comley was charged on February the 6th of four counts of manslaughter accused of failing to secure a gun and ammunition at home and failing to get and failing to get help for her son's mental health issues. Hmm. Now, you knew he had mental health issues. However, they bought him a fucking gun for Christmas. Hmm. The boys say he was already hearing voices in his head and shit, right? Hmm. Okay, that's fucked up. And this is the kind of shit that we're talking about when you have these children. Y'all know these kids be fucked up. Why mm-hmm. would you put them in a situation to give them shit to go and fuck up people? Fuck you up too. This boy got mental history of all kind of violence, mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this bitch is serving up to 60 years right now, right now. But I guarantee you they're going to get an appeal. Why? White. The father now is going to trial. We're waiting in March. What do you take on that, cousin? Well, just the general, the general point. Make I'm, I'm, I'm happy that she got convicted on four counts. Make an example. 
make she's been made an example out of. And I think going forward, period, because that's what I was saying earlier. You got to be responsible for your children. The training starts at home. We know if we got badass kids. We know if we got a slow kid. We know, like, parents, you can't be in denial in this day and age. For real. Like, okay, we can always use back in the day a lot of mental health issues went, um, um, you know, um, untreated and, and mm-hmm. swept under the rug and taboo and all that bullshit. But it's too much dumb shit happening in these schools with people, kids, right? For, for You cannot play dumb anymore. You can't, it can't be taboo anymore. You got to be responsible for your kids. And they, and, and, and yes, there should be laws put in place to hold the children Account parents accountable. If your son or daughter get out here and kill somebody, kid, or do something stupid, the parents need to be held accountable too. Yes, I agree. I love it. She can appeal it all she want. They, they her kid don't kill some crackers. Okay, a cracker killing a cracker is still a cracker at the end of the day. It's still a white person at the end of the day. They're gonna make that bitch pay. You cannot keep killing these kids, white, black, or indifferent. You cannot keep doing this shit and do not pay the price. You raise mm-hmm. these fucking silly-ass kids like them crackers down in Florida with the Dollar General shit, right? We just talked about that. Them ugly motherfuckers knew that that boy was sick and was having yep. a problem. They should have dealt with that shit, and I expect to see the same shit happen to them. Absolutely. Hold them motherfuckers accountable, accountable. for stupid yeah. ass kids. They knew. And if you can't handle it, you fucking baker rack them or you put them up because mm-hmm. uh, they call it 5150 in another state. They got different terms when you mm-hmm. commit your child to psychiatric evaluations. Because, again, the parents, you in the house, you know your child you know what the is fuck fucked going up. on. So you're not finna get away with, I didn't know, and not fuck that. I told they y'all, when, when my kids live with me, when my son uh, was still living at home, when he wasn't here, I was going through his shit. I was people mm. through, not, and, oh, and for so. real, I was just looking for weed. I, if I would have found hey. the gun, I mean, he grown, and he, he got license to carry and all of that. I mean, he, you know, he got... Yeah, but 15 clearance. different. So he can yeah. have a gun, but I know right. my son ain't crazy as fuck. I know I did my job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And plus, yeah. he's not a kid anymore. But even when my, even as a grown person, I was snooping. So you know mm. I was snooping when they were younger. You know, just to make them clean their room, get food from under the bed. You snoop All as a parent. Shit. So the thing about it is, there ain't no excuses. Ain't no excuse because she tried to use an excuse and say, "Oh, I only bought the gun for gun range. Bought his gun for gun range." Girl, fuck oh, no, you, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, but why y'all didn't conceal? Why y'all didn't put these things in a lock safe where he couldn't get a hold of it unless they stupid. It was for sports. Cause they stupid. And guess that what? They stupid. They That's why they both to. need to fucking stay with that. And they've been locked up for two years now. When and they ass need to stay in there. When you apply for a gun, they tell you when you get your gun permit, you have to keep your fucking gun locked up in the safe. So right then and there, if they don't do that, <laughs> they already in violation of the law and they need to pay for the shit. 
It's simple. This shit ain't hard. This ain't rocket mm-hmm. science. She got what mm-hmm. she deserved. She got Period. what she deserved. Uh, both of them. Period. It's coming. It's coming soon. We'll talk about that when they hit in March. Right, right. All right, so we're going to jump over. Um, Kanye, we'll get to him another time. We're going to jump over to Jonathan Majors, y'all, real quick. Oh, yeah, brain. Real <laughs> quick, y'all, because I'm about tired of this motherfucker. Yeah, niggas are loony. Two bitches don't came forward, right? Now, I'm going to tell y'all who these two women were. The two women that came forward at first um, that said that he was... um. Uh, okay, remember when Rolling Stone, when we talked about it in the past, and we mm-hmm. said Rolling Stone magazine did an article where they said all these different women were talking about their relationship with him and his abuse and all of that stuff? Well, two of those women that were mentioned in the Rolling Stone magazine, they don't came forward to say that he was basically, you know, confirming the abuse and now they filing charges. Now, two more women... That word now. This is where I know Jonathan Majors from. It was this show on HBO called Lovecraft Country. Great show, y'all. Like I love that show. That was my first time seeing this nigga. To be honest, um, two women off the set of that movie is now um, speaking up about the abuse that they received from Jonathan Majors while on set of that show. So now you got four more white women. I want to say they all white because that's all he deal with. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they all trust me. Four more white women don't came forward on this thing. Women, if you don't know, just say yeah, okay. Well, four. He told me don't say, just say women. Don't say. Just if we say don't women, know, yeah. I'm assuming <laughs> allegedly they white because that's all he deal with. But yeah, four more women don't came forward. So when he gets sentenced. <sighs> Now, you know he only supposed to get maybe a year or two probation. Oh, boy. All these women coming forward, they're just building the case. Yeah, yeah, they can't. Man, that's, they, <laughs> this man thing. is a good actor, man. He fucking up, man. Yeah, it's he over. He is. It's over for him. That's all I'm saying. Damn. I just wanted to bring that up, y'all. All right, so look, next story. Uh, in the news this week, we got OJ. They, they saying... That OJ was in hospice or something like that. You know, they hate this man anyway. So um, now they making up shit, y'all. I found a clip from OJ from last year. I'm going to play this clip and we're going to go from there. We play cards or dominoes and there was always a little bit of pot around. Now, in recent years, um, really recent years, uh, I unfortunately caught cancer. And so I had to do the whole chemo thing. And uh, I had been told by a couple of close friends of mine and a number of the guys that I play golf in my golf league who are older guys uh, who smoke pot while they're playing golf. Uh, that it, And the doctor, to be honest, even the doctor said, uh, you're gonna have that uh, nausea. And uh, they want to give me some pills. And I said, well, I heard pot was pretty good. You know, gummies and stuff was pretty good for the nausea. And they said, yeah, yeah, it does work. But I got to be honest with you. I started smoking a little bit, a couple of puffs a day. uh, And I've only had nausea twice in my whole, I'm over the COVID stuff. I mean, mean, I'm sorry, the chemo. I'm over that. I had COVID and cancer at the same time, unfortunately. But I'm over the, the chemo. But I only had uh, got nauseous on two occasions, and it only lasted about two or three minutes. Uh, so I thought 
the pot really helped me uh, with that form of the of the unfortunate side of uh, uh, catching cancer. Uh, in any event, I'm healthy now. Uh, it looks like I be. All right. So basically, y'all, uh, I brought this clip up just to show y'all that, first of all, they just coming out of the blue with fake news once again. Um, because they hate this man, trying to put him in the grave before time. The man admitted that he had cancer, he had chemo. All of this stuff happened in t May of 2023. So I don't know how that was missed in the news or on the airways, because I didn't know. I know we had spoke uh, briefly last week about Joe Madison uh, dying of prostate cancer, uh, 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 Martin Luther King's son, Dexter King, um, dying of uh, um, cancer, pr prostate cancer. Um, King Charles now has prostate cancer. So a lot of men are... Um, they're having or getting this prostate, and we was talking about men need to check their prostates. We talked about that. But I just thought it was crazy that they bringing this stuff up like, oh, now OJ got it, and he's in hospice, when the man clearly they showed another video with him saying, um, you know, that's ridiculous, he's fine. And I just wanted to put this clip out there just to show you all how gossip and how mm -hmm. talking and listening at hearsay Right, <laughs> how it how it works. It don't. You can't go by that. You know what I'm saying? False news. So that right. was it. And then it's another note that all these black men are dying. OJ obviously beat it with the help of chemo and weed and how he got through it. That and COVID at the same time. And you heard it out his own mouth. So there is no hearsay. It is a fact, and it is a fact that, again, black men do get this disease, and black men don't like to go to the doctor, and I'm just encouraging black men to check that prostate and check that colon. And that's all I got with, with that one. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm Yeah, that's true. Yep. All right, and then the next, um, that's all I got as far as stories, and I, then I wanted to give a shout-out again to... Um, um, again, y'all check out the Facebook and the Instagram page, Bob Marley. Um, his birthday was last week. So happy birthday to Bob Marley. Yay. Um, let me get a happy birthday to Chris Rock. His birthday was Wednesday. Um, and then Natalie Cole, um, her birthday was on the 6th also. So happy birthday. And also y'all, our producer, <laughs> Ming Jing. Yay. His birthday all last week. Happy birthday, y'all. <laughs> That's all I got, cousin. All right. You did good. It was a great show. We thank you guys so much for listening and following us on Facebook, Instagram, all the et cetera, social media that we put out. We really appreciate all the support. We thank you and we're out. This is Keith. And this is Rope. Black Radio Uncensored. Thanks for tuning in to Black Radio Uncensored. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with your friends. And we'll see you next time.